Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. On today's episode, we have my feng shui teacher, Amanda Sophia. She was on episode two, and I've got her back today to talk about the year of the rabbit, the water rabbit that's coming in for 2023. Amanda Sophia is a feng shui master, Celtic priestess, and self-love guide. She founded the International Feng Shui School and Training Program. Amanda's sincere appreciation for community guided her to establish the inner circle of feng shui, a membership site that is a source of support, inspiration, and friendship. Members thrive through accessing joy, inviting miracles, and consciously pursue living as their greatest selves. Amanda Sophia founded the Divine Woman Awakening School, a year-long journey of the Celtic wheel that leads participants inward to discover, cultivate, and embody their authentic wisdom and power. Using ancient rituals, Amanda guides women to reach a higher level of connectedness with themselves and nature. Amanda has studied wisdom traditions around the world and is a certified yoga teacher, shaman, and Celtic priestess. Her calling is to help people let go of old belief systems and awaken to their inner joy. And she is doing just that. I absolutely adore Amanda. And I think you're going to feel inspired today's episode and fired up about this new year that we are coming into with the water rabbit. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello, hello. Welcome back. We are on episode 74, and I have the beautiful Amanda Sophia on with us. Hi, Amanda. Hi. So happy to be back again. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. And if you aren't um, familiar with Amanda, she is my feng shui teacher. She was on episode two. So like very, very, very beginnings. Um, My first guest and she's back today because we were talking about the energies of feng shui for 2023. If you want to learn more about Amanda's story, because it's really incredible, you'll have to check out episode two to hear all of that. So I'm going to go ahead and open up our space. Um, before we dive in and of course I'm going to light a candle 
just connecting with that beautiful fire energy that we have creation manifestation connection and then i'm pulling a crystal card so i've got the radiant crystal deck from bouchette design it's actually another interior designer she um she created this beautiful deck they're beautiful oh my gosh yeah they're so pretty so let's see what what crystal energy we have for us today Ooh, chrome dioxide. Green. It's universal love, compassion, forgiveness, total heart chakra. Absolutely. Um, the affirmation here is I am emotionally whole and open to receive love. Aww, just love. Oh my gosh, I love that. That is so beautiful. I know. I don't oh. think I have any of this in my collection. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, Amanda, I wanted to bring you on because you are my guru for all things feng shui. And um, I thought it'd be neat to have us kind of do a little intro into coming into 2023, the year of the rabbit. Like, um, what does all this mean? And, and it's nothing hardcore. It's just really about connecting with those energies so we can kind of get a sense of what to expect coming into this new year and then of course if we do want to get really deep and heavy there's so many more um, services and things that you have to offer which we will dive into here at the end so can you maybe give us a little intro um into this year and what it might mean and yeah i'd love to well you know we're coming into 23 and there's a solar and the lunar new year so the lunar new year will happen i think like the 21st it's on on the new moon okay january but then we base the feng shui on the solar, which will happen on February 4. Got it. Right. So that's when that comes in. Okay. So, the, you know, there's a shift of energy. And, and I think it's a really beautiful shift that we're coming into this year because, you know, we're coming out of the tiger. And uh, I mean, it's been mm -hmm. a powerful year, but the tiger, like the energy of the yin water rabbit is, it's a lot softer. It's a lot more okay. gentle. And, you know, we look at the 12 zodiacs and the rabbit, they say the reincarnation of the moon goddess. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it really is more that divine feminine energy. Okay. Um, and, and the moon, so that, that yin, like it's, it's the moon, the softer, the feminine. And if you think about rabbits, they're so gentle. They're so sweet, mm. you know. Um, so I, I think it's, it, it just makes a more graceful year that we'll be stepping into. Okay. And then, of course, one of the rabbits known for fertility and abundance, right? So yeah, yeah. It's a year bringing a lot more fertility and abundance. And so what does fertility mean? It, like new projects, new creations, uh, co-creation. So, um, so you know, set your intentions. Start okay. to. I love this darker. I, lo I love this darker time of the year, right? Because right. it it invites us to go inwards. And mm -hmm. kind of hibernate, and to to look at the year gone by, and to just go inwards, be like, okay, so we're trans, you know, uh, going this transition to 2023. Yeah. How would I like this year to be? How would I like? How would I like to show up? How do I want to feel? How do I want to experience this year? And then, you know, then how do we want to create that in our environments? Like, how do we want to, you know, because our homes are a reflection of how we're feeling internally. 
Absolutely. Right? You know, we talk about this all the time, you know, the bolt, uh, the light bulbs are going out all over the home. It's like, okay, I'm a bit burnt out. Where do I need to yes. slow down and pause? Right. <laughs> or it's like the water, the water represents the emotion. Um, of the f- how life is flowing for us. Just think of a river, but it also represents prosperity and money. So, you know, if things are leaking, it's like, okay, where's money leaking? Or if the water's getting blocked, it's like, oh, where am I not feeling what I need to feel? Or where is that stagnancy coming? So when we look to our home, it's like, it's like, and I think it's a beautiful time when you're in the, the last part of the year to be like, okay, I really, I really want, 23 to be your can thrive in so you can right. start making some changes and um and that would just be you know you know the 101s of feng shui right yeah <laughs> the 101s yeah, yeah. are <laughs> clear the clutter and, and speaking of i just had yeah. four four bags of clothes leave my house today no and I, i'm going to let you in a little secret <laughs> yeah what's like going that. on <laughs> i had a couple of these pairs of boots uh-huh that they, they were gifted to me um, and they were really, really, really nice boots, but I had not worn these boots in years, but I just, like, I, I've taken them to a couple of places, you know, those yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of that. and I just said, I just said to myself, yes, I was like, okay, it's time to let them go. And I actually shed a couple of tears Aww. and I'm not the type of person that's like really, into, but it kind of, I think what it represented, I mean, cause they were like the most pointy toes, the most pointy heels. And I was just like, yeah, I'm never going to wear these again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yes. so what are they, what are they really symbolizing? Me not moving forward, me not coming mm. into acceptance, you know, just like, I mean, so it, like, and then today just felt like the energy was so much freer and shifted so much more. And I did, I had some shifts today. So it's like, oh, okay. I, you know, I, I get how this works. And then yeah. the other time you were like, yeah, got your stuff hidden, you know, those little things, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh my gosh. So anyway, clear stuff. So if you haven't worn it in a year, you know, and I love Maria Kondo's work where it's just like, Absolutely. Just, and does that bring you joy? Does it like, you know, and it's funny because when I shed a couple of tears, let go of these boots and I thought, yeah, like what would, you know, what is the real relationship I had and what were they representing? What mm-hmm. part of my life were they representing? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's very empowering and it's such a journey of self-realization. You know, when we yeah. when we learn about becoming conscious in our environments and we start to look at art and we're like, oh my gosh, what is that art? Like really, mm-hmm. you know, what is, what is the message you sent to me? But what was the reason that I consciously or unconsciously chose to put that piece of art on the wall? You know, so absolutely, I think there's, yeah, there's such power in just kind of going through your space and look, I always call looking at it with feng shui eyes of mm-hmm. what is this piece of art? How does it make me feel? What What is it like activating me? Like, is it raising my vibration? Is it lowering it? So like, I'd say that's a really, really good place to start. Absolutely. And Rome was built in a day. So just like, <laughs> like, it, you know, it took me a whole day with just those four bags so um, you you want to be realistic and that was because I was like ready 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 do you know what I mean so yep. you were in that sometimes mindset. totally yeah exactly <laughs> so moving forward <laughs> yeah. that, I mean um, this is where I'm like oh I need to go through my clothes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then and then of course like just getting everything in good working order in the home 
Like that's a really big one too, because if things are broken or cracked or, you know, just think about a watch or clock, I mean, Mm -hmm. and it's not moving, right? Like, you know, you just walk with the battery in it or it's broken or whatever it is, or it's in more more than one clock around the home. It's like, oh my gosh, like, am I even in that flow or am I stagnant? Am I standstill? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like, when you really start to look at all the, the messages of the universe. I mean, just start with your home because your home is like the microcosm or the macrocosm. It's right. like your whole universe in there and how you can actually tweak things and really, you know, start co-creating even more of that life that you want to experience, whether it's more joy, more peace of mind, more abundance, more love, whatever it is. It's like you, you can start, first of all, obviously here, the inner work, right? But yep. in your environment, and they both work simultaneously anyway. We know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely so, um, matter, fixing the things that are yeah. that are broken. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's three parts to feng shui, right? There's, I mean, there's the the earthly luck or energy, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the destiny that comes in and then the human destiny, right? The earth, the, the heavenly destiny and the human destiny, right? And right. so the environment, the home really works with that earthly one because you're, you know, our bodies are these vessels for our soul, but then the home is a vessel for the soul and the body, our families, you know, Absolutely. And, and then in our communities, right? But also when we get our feng shui and alignment, of course it supports our physical health. If everything's blocked or there's sharp corners everywhere or everything's like the color's not honoring us and the artwork's not honoring us and things are broken, we're just not going to feel good no, energetically. Absolutely. You know? And so the moment we get all that, our human chi just heightens and gets so much better. You know what it's like? Like... You space in the house, and all of a sudden you got all this energy, and you were feeling a bit lethargic before that, you know. Um, and then the destiny, right? The, the destiny part, the heavenly energy that comes in. So, you know, I, I believe that we come in with these soul agreements, these right. things that we experience, um, and these may be happening regardless. But when stuff happens in our lives, challenges come up, you know, things that we perceive as yeah. good or bad or whatever. Having a home that we can just like cuddle up in and feel safe. And like, I love that card that you pulled because it was like emotionally whole. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, received that. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. So it's like when we are in an environment, yeah, where we can nurture ourselves, we can be loving, we can mother ourselves and feel safe. You know, even just feel safe to come in and have a good cry. Like, our home is set up to nurture us and, and create that connection within our families, within ourselves. So, um, you know, putting the effort into creating a conscious space is really important. Like beautiful, yeah, but energetically conscious Absolutely. as well. I think that's almost even more important is, is being really conscious and, and being intentional about what we're bringing into the home versus just picking pretty things and hoping that it... <laughs> It does its yeah, I mean, you know that that has its place when it with the, the, the for that visual and yeah. it makes us happy. But it's like, w- like take it one step further. What does that beautiful piece evoke in you? And mm-hmm. you know what is the intention behind it? And what is the energy that it comes with? You know, um, and then and the, so then the next part of feng shui, there's the, the whole kind of esoteric. We know we do the energy clearing because every 
person that comes into our home, every emotion that we feel or if we're unwell, like those energies, and that's they're cleared, go into the walls, the floor, yeah. ceilings. And then we also have, and I know this is something that you kind of wanted to chat about today, is Absolutely. we have the classical traditional feng shui. And that is based on the year the home was built. It's like the energetic blueprint of the home, the year that it's yep. built and the degrees that it faces, your home has its own energetic blueprint, right? It's kind of like if you've ever had an astrology reading, you have the moment you take your first breath, however the stars and the cosmos were aligned, boom, that creates the death of your shore. So it's the yep. same thing for the home, the direction it is born to the, to the you know, when the roof goes on, it's like yes. that's the home taking its first breath. It's the last time that that energy from the stars, the sun, um, the cosmos comes into the space. And then it's like captured in some ways by the roofs, right? When Absolutely. I love the walls. Yeah. So with that, I think that's another thing that makes feng shui so powerful because there's this whole system that was created, like I think really by by the shamans and the goddesses who yeah. were, that had that connection with the stars and the cosmos to understand that the home's destiny and how we can work with it. So they're called flying stars and there's five elements to feng shui, water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. And within that, there's a trigram that has nine different areas in the home. And each one of those areas has a permanent energy in it. And each one of those areas has an annual energy in it. And we're going to talk about the annual, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and maybe we'll maybe we'll even just talk about a couple of them that are really important. And maybe okay. what I'll do is, I'll, I'll talk about the most auspicious area this year yeah. for twenty three. What do you think? Fantastic. Okay. I think people would so, absolutely love that. Okay, perfect. So, basically, what you want to do, and of course, there's, I know your amazing community of interior designers. So, like, amazing with floor plans and yes. creating, and creating beauty. So, like, you get your floor plan and you divide it by nine. So, basically, three length and three with way right yes. right and you divide it to nine and then you you can get a compass direction virtually or you can get your compass um now just for finding out the nine areas you could even use your phone but as you and i know rachel when it comes to really getting the degrees mm -hmm. we want to use like a, a proper compass so but if you find out where the south area of your home is the south is the most auspicious area that okay you're... yeah we've got the annual eight there and the number eight is all about joy, uh, celebration, prosperity, abundance, wealth, like it's, it's really, really amazing energy. And the element for like that we want to bring in is what you opened our sacred space with the, the fire, the fire. Element. Oh, so, yay. Okay. <laughs> so the, <laughs> yes, you know, we know fire. the fire. Yay. So the fire has that ability to activate energy. And so what, when we have the fire there, it activates the money, the prosperity, the joy, the abundance, all of that good stuff. And how you can add fire is, yeah, of course, like a candle, but you know, we like the feng shui remedies to be in place. I wouldn't have to worry about them and always be right looking after. So like it could just be, you know, something red. So let's just say the south is your living room. You could put a couple of red cushions mm -hmm. on the sofa. There could be a red rug, could be a red throw on the couch and um, a couple of red candles. And so even just the red candles themselves bring in the fire because the color red does that. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good area to spend lots of time. It's a great place to put your wealth altar, um, to, to you know, curl up with a book there or, you know, yep. so that would be one of the best areas. And the center of the home has really nice energy this year. Oh, okay. 
last year, you know, we had the five in the center, which is yep, the least delicious. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's out. That will be out of there. Okay. It, it should be pretty good. And so what's going to be there is number four. And so the energy that's in the center, it kind of radiates all around the house. Yes. And the amazing thing about this trigram, these nine squares that I'm talking about, some people call it the babwa, the no shoe, but this, these nine squares can get placed over your house, but they could also get placed over a town. They can get placed over a country or the world. And like, it is mind blowing how everything, like it's a microcosm in your home, but then you can lay this over the world and it shows up the same. So like the center, what was happening in the central country yeah. this past year, do you know what I mean? So uh, this year in 23, this coming year, um, we've got the four. Okay. And the four is all about love. Mm. We got love. Um, it's about academic achievements. So those studying, it's really supportive for that. It's okay. about business success. It's about referrals. Um, it's a super creative number. So the center of your home has that energy there. Now, you okay. don't need to add an, an element in the center of the home, but you know, I'm in Feng Shui, we work a lot with intentions as you do as well yep. and symbology, right? So what could you place in the center that represents love, academic achievement, success, business success, like something that, that means that for you? Because I'm not going to be like, oh, put put that there. Because what we wanted to do is when you look at it, it activates right. that feeling within you. You know what I mean? Right. So it needs to be really personal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then the other, the third best area this year is the north. Okay. And the north, um, again, so it depends what room that is, but the, the yeah. annual nine is coming in and the dying yeah. is the celebration star. So okay. it, it just brings in all this energy of celebration and joy. And of course we know the nine, whatever it's with, it enhances. So the element that we can bring in, uh, we could bring also a little bit of fire there. Okay. Um, it is also bringing, we call it in feng shui, we call it peach blossom. Oh, yeah. and you know what that means yeah, yeah. It, it just means it, uh, if somebody's single it's really good for helping bring in a partner or people that are in a marriage that's 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 good but could just could do it like you know a little, extra. A little bit more romance like that, that that's, <laughs> that's a really yeah. good yeah exactly yeah. so there you're three really good the south the center and the north and then what I'll do is I'll just uh, on the bummer level, I'll yeah, yeah. Areas. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, that was really bummed have, now. Yeah. <laughs> what should we avoid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, do you ever talk about salt water cures? No, but that would be a really cool, um, yeah, like a workshop or something where we teach them how to do the, yeah, the that would be really cool. Because I was going to go over like everywhere to put a salt water cure. Well, yeah, first okay. of all, let's talk about the annual five because okay. remember I said at the beginning, the annual five. I was saying a little bit ago, the yep. annual five was in the center. We're like, no, we don't love that. But so that that five, because these are flying stars and they fly around the chart, is gone to the northwest for 2023. Okay. So anytime we see a number five, we want to neutralize that energy because the five is what we call like a, a bad earth. So we want to add, and it's always a minimum of 30 pounds of metal. And depending okay. on the size of your home, it may be more. Yep. So we would suggest, we would use a cold heavy metal, which might be more. 
but um, I think even if they do 30, it'd be good. And we want to keep red out of there because okay. red is fire and it yeah. activates it. So we want to have that metal element in there. And then this is an area that we really don't want to do any kind of remodeling in the house because what happens is, or huge digging like outside the area. So what it does is you start to activate that energy and we don't want to do that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And so then the one other area I think it's worth talking about is the East and okay. the annual two is going in there. And the annual two, the number two is also what we call kind of a, a not a great earth. Yeah. And um, that can bring health challenges. So again, in the Northwest where the five is, we want to metal, but also in the East where the two is, we also want metal. And okay. again, it's the minimum of, of 30 pounds, if not more. Um, and then there's other energies that I won't go into too much, but you would understand with the Grand Duke energy and stuff like that. So I would say East and Northwest, okay. no digging, no remodeling. And then that brings me to the salt water cures. Salt water cures are these, they're, they're amazing. Basically it's, you know, you can just do, do a jar. Like I got my tea yeah. in. And what I do is I make one for every room in the house because what they do is you bring in rock salt and then you get Ching, like or any kind of brass coins and you get right. six of them. You know, I've got a blog on this. Or yeah, a, yeah. A we'll, we'll do it in the, um, in the mentorship group. We'll, we'll do these. Oh, oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah, 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 brilliant. So you get everyone to order all the jars, order the coins, okay. big bag of salt, and, you know, you open sacred space, you create them. But basically, these salt water cures cleanse the space for you, like, all day, all year long. And then at the end of the year, you take them out. And, and you might see some of them get, like, really icky because they're yeah. working really hard to keep the space clear. And the ones that get more ickier, it's just because the space needed that bit more mm -hmm. help. Do you know what I mean? So these things Absolutely. are magic. Like... I think everybody shovels salt water cures, you know. Now, Amanda, are you putting a salt water cure in all nine spaces or just the annual five and the annual two space or just? Well, the okay, I'll, I'll list right now the main areas that want the salt water cure, where the five is in the northwest, okay. where the two is in the east. But I would also say in the southeast where the three is, okay. I would say in the northeast where the seven is, and, you know, I don't want to be, if people yeah, yeah. don't know about these numbers. So uh, I'll basically just list then all the areas. South so these four. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, also the Southwest, the Southeast, the West, the Northwest. I think I'm better off just telling you the areas that we don't need them. Okay. <laughs> Everywhere the else. Like, yeah. Except here. <laughs> the South okay. and the North. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just put them in every room because they're okay. so powerful. And you, you, you feel the shift right away as soon as they get placed in there. You Got know, it. so... And then yeah. you keep these in all year long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They're, oh my they're, God, I'm so excited. They're so yeah. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you get to make them together. That's, that's Yeah, cool, we're going to totally know? do that. We're going to get together and do that for sure. I love that. I love that. So there, that's a little bit on, on the energies, you know, for the new year. Have you, have you any other questions about it? Um, no, I think that's... That's pretty good. I just really wanted to kind of connect with you and see, okay, what do we really need to look out for? What are the directions? And then also just to get that energy of, of what is this water rabbit going to kind of provide for everybody and how can we expect to to feel going into this this year? And, and I love that you spoke about the, um, the lunar new year and the solar mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. these are going to go into effect on the solar, which is February 4th. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the rabbit is 
really gentle. I mean, little bunny, you want to cuddle, you know, little bunny. And but the but the other thing to do remember is though they do move really fast. Like okay, think about the 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 mythology of like the tortoise and the hare. You yes. know, because it's. I mean, the hare is a bit more of a young energy, and it is the yes. Yes, water rabbit. And water is the flowing down, and it is the yin. It is the moon. But there's still a, a quick movement. Remember. You know, to have our practices, our meditation practices, and and to go inwards and to bring that stillness because we don't want to get like too caught up in in, in the energy of the fast rabbit. Yes, you know. Yeah. But okay. but no matter what, it's going to be a more definitely a more gentle year. There's no doubt about it. Oh, and you know one thing that I thought might be fun to share with everybody. If, yeah. If everyone knows what their zodiacs are. Oh uh, yes. And if not, we'll we'll put a link in there so they can yeah it. exactly yeah so the it's really compatible for the dog the pig and the goat and especially okay. good and a lot of people think oh it's a year the rabbit who it's my year you know if they're a rabbit but yeah. actually it doesn't always mean that it's and it also depends whether you're a fire rabbit or a water rabbit or, or you're, you know it depends on that so it's a great really compatible year for the goat the dog or the pig okay not as great for the rooster um, oh, that's me. and the and the <laughs> Okay. Are you you're the you're the rooster? I'm a rooster, yeah. And my son's yeah, rabbit. But, but you know what I yeah, but you know oh he is the whole <laughs> Well, you know what I would say is like what when it really comes to astrology, like the year yeah. is really, 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 really general. Yeah. The the month, the week, the day, the minute, the second is when it gets like you know, so the year is like it's pretty yeah, general. It's pretty general. So, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and we'll take it and, yeah. and do what we what we need to do with it. So, yeah. you know, we, we spoke about the rabbit coming in in February. So that means we've got, when this airs, we'll have like a good month still left of the tiger. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I didn't ask you this or prompt you or anything. And, I, and I'm bummed I didn't think about having you on for the tiger last year to, to talk about those energies. But are yeah. there any energies that maybe we should be wrapping up with that tiger or last minute things we should be doing while we're still in the tiger before it yeah yeah i think that's a really good question i think completion is the name of the game for the next you know i got i know this you'll have a month but like how can you bring certain projects to a close okay how can you even have those conversations that you've been putting off that will bring closure to things that you need to so more personal projects business projects but also even conversations or relationships it's just stuff that you know that you need to kind of close up because then you're just going into this whole new energy of of this yin water rabbit and Mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a much more gentle softer energy than that uh, you know the 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 tiger which which has its power and sovereignty to it but you know you want to kind of go in because it is the year of fertility and creation okay and you can go in with this fresh energy of what you're going to bring in in 23. Got it. So good. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, really wrapping those things up so that we can come in with a fresh start and a, and a more gentle start. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So Amanda, can you, um, I know you have so many beautiful programs and, and things that are going on and you're going to get, I know every year you always have your like flying stars. We get into the nitty gritty of everything. Down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really intense and long and beautiful. Um, when is that happening? That is going to be in January 14th. So, you know, okay. it gives a couple of weeks as you kind of get ready to go into the new year. So that will okay. be, yeah. 
And is that available for anybody to purchase and to join in with you? Absolutely. And it's all online. So you can join from anywhere in the world. And the class really does take you from, I know nothing about feng shui, beginners to, oh, now I understand it. Oh, this is how I bring it into my home. So I really take everyone through the journey. And you're right, it's like a five-hour class. So we go deeper. We don't go a lot deeper into the astrology and you know charts and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well so it's mm-hmm. the home and astrology so amazing and then you're also bringing a guest on with you to kind of guide yeah she's incredible astrology yeah exactly yeah <sighs> she does so the body cool. yeah the four pillars functionally yeah oh my gosh okay and then you also offer um certification right because if somebody, a designer wants to actually be certified in yeah. flying stars, yep. you have that to offer. And, and how long is that program? And is that all virtual or is it in person as well? It, yeah, it is all virtual. And um, the Feng Shui Master Certification, mm-hmm. you can start off with Feng Shui Your Life, which really helps you get the foundation of Feng Shui and how you integrate it into your life. Because you know, like we know, what yeah. a transformational journey it is. Like people think, oh, I'm just gonna learn basic joy, but it's actually, you know, if you're you're saying you're gonna work with the energy of your space and you start to shift the space, you know, a lot of transformation happens then. So we have the Feng Shui Your Life and then you can come on to the Feng Shui Master Certification, which can take you through starting your own business of Feng Shui, how to work mm-hmm. with clients, how to work with the energy and to work for your clients and not take on their energy and integrate it into like if you're doing interior design how you can then integrate it into something you're already doing as well yeah it's i mean it's just an amazing program thank you man it's right. it was so amazing when we got to share <laughs> that time together oh so good so good those are those are the days is there anything else that we should know about any other programs or things that are coming up how long have you got <laughs> I know you have so many things. Yeah, no, I, well, it's really the feng, my, the feng Shui Master Certification and then the Divine Woman Wheel of the Year, where I take mm-hmm. everyone around them. The Wheel of the Year, and we go deep into the seasons, the seasons within ourselves, and the, the goddesses, like and, and the goddess for every point on the wheel, and learn a lot about cer- ceremonies and rituals. And, and that's like my heart work, my soul work there as well, you know, so... Yeah. Um, and then there's our geomancy. Alex Stark and I do a geomancy certification. And so really, to me, that's a very vital, important part of feng shui because the feng shui is looking at the home and how we can get that in balance and the energy flowing and in harmony. But then what happens if the lamp underneath has got trauma or geopathic stress or it's out of balance, then no amount of feng shui is going to help. You know what I mean? So yeah. we work with... And also that deep connection to Mother Earth. And it's like our mother and that mothering energy and how important that connection is. So yeah, they're, they're the exciting things that I wanted to share. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to have all the links in the show notes. So you'll be able yeah. to, to yeah. find all of that there. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll yeah, have the list. Yeah, exactly. And um, Alexandra will be teaching the astrology part of the, the new year of the new year. So and she's amazing. So learn all of it oh my gosh that's so cool i love it yeah Uh, well thank you amanda it's always so fun to reconnect with you oh i love i love us it's like can we not just chat all day long please i know i know i know i miss you so much you've been listening to the holistic interior design business podcast if it's one that you have been enjoying please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge 
and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, Blake Ferris, for all of her special help with the podcast, our social media posts, newsletter, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.